No. Is it a plane? No. Is it, is it Superman? No, it isn't. In fact, it's your man Superman's nemesis. The uber mischief maker, Mazulki Pop. Pardon? Mazulki Pop. Oh.
indeed. Uh, this is Trustwater's podcast number 104. Coincidentally, exactly the same number as you would find uh, guns on HMS Victory. Uh, my name is Trisso Garbanzo, and over there, brought to you by our sponsors Skype, uh, we have uh, uh, Mr. Kicker Valves. Good evening, Kicker. Well, good evening. You've, you've brought facts to the pod. Yeah, I have, yeah. Well, a fact. A fact. A fact. Yeah. yeah well, um, uh, what, what was that we just listened to? Well, yes, that, w- that was I Was a Teenage Brexit Thwarter mm. by the band Mzulki Pop, which is spelled M-Z-Y-L-K-Y-P-O-P, obviously. That's a um, lot of consonants. Yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a band featuring Michael Ward, uh, who you may know, his name you may know from the band Clock DVA. Oh right, yeah. Some iconic Sheffield electro band. Yeah. Back in back in the day, um, this this record is a is a one sided uh, seven inch single. It came out on uh, Sheffield label Do It This End Records. Um, in an issue of only twenty eight. Yeah. Um, and that was released, I think, twenty eight days before Brexit. Before the initial vote? Yeah. Right. Well, so, uh, well, actually, I'm not sure before which vote, because there were so many. I yeah. don't know. But that was the, that was the, the, the meaning. And Mazulki Pop, as, as, as I'm sure you know, uh, is, is a name that has, has come from um, Superman's nemesis, Mikhail Mazulki, uh, which was spelt uh, M-Z-Y-Z-P-T-L-K. Um, which was never said, apparently, um, and uh, it, somebody's imagination of how it should be said. So there you go. That's that's where that comes from. Yeah, uh, he was a, he's, he's um, a, a, a little imp kind of character, isn't he? Uh, and uh, he was. Uh, I, I read that they were going to put him in Superman Three, which is the one with uh, Richard Pryor, uh, and they were cons- they thought that Dudley Moore would be good uh, in that role, <laughs> yeah. uh, presumably just because he's there small. You go. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's for Dud. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, um, we thought I thought uh, I'd play you a little treat, a blast from the past, kicker, to to start us off oh, uh, the next song on the podcast. Now, you may have noticed that uh, I have been joining in with. I didn't start this hashtag. Um, I'm not quite sure who did, but a few people uh, are using the hashtag Gig Anniversary. And they're tweeting mm. out on the, you know, when it's one year or three years or 29 years or something to the day uh, since they went to certain gigs. So I've, jo- mm. I've been joining in with this for the last few months. And did you know that yesterday was the fifth anniversary of a really good gig that me and you went to at Gulliver's in Manchester, where we saw uh, Simon Love uh, with um, supporting All Your Childs. You're right, yeah. That was a good one. It was a great gig, wasn't it? Both, both, were, both of them were fantastic. Um, mm. Anyway, uh, on that, that reminded me uh, that on that evening uh, he played a cover version of a song that we really liked by a band that uh, that we'd never heard of, um, and the band was right. "Let Us Pray." But because he said it and we'd not seen it written down, we didn't know if it was lettuce or prayers in the predator or prayers in the you know the thing you do to uh, a higher power. Um, so anyway, uh, it reminded me that at the time I found their Bandcamp page and downloaded some of their songs and really liked it. Um, so uh, um, one the song they played was was uh, um, came out you know about twenty years ago actually quite a long time. I think it came out in nineteen ninety nine originally, 
and it's called Bicycle of Bees. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't on their Bandcamp, but re, but in about three years ago they they put um, because I follow them on Bandcamp, so I get notifications. But three years ago they brought out a kind of compilation uh, called Turn It in the Mud, uh, which seems it's twenty nine songs. Uh, pay what you like on Bandcamp, and uh, it seems to be like re-recordings of some of their earlier songs that aren't available on Bandcamp. Uh, so anyway, from that I give you Let Us Pray with Bicycle of Bees.
So you've just heard there Romance at the Petrol Station uh, by the band Pop Filter. Uh, uh, that's on the Bobo Integral label uh, out of Spain. Uh, a, lab- a label who I've, I've bought quite a few records from this year already. Um, so this is the album, the um, Pop Filter album Banksia. Uh, but I've, I've also bought and currently have waiting to line up and play i haven't listened to them yet there's a new milky wimpshake album called confessions of an english marxist yeah. uh, on this label and a band called ezrat e-z-r-a-t have an album out called carousel which is 
sounds great. So I've, I've got that to listen to properly as well. And I've pre-ordered a little EP on tape by the band Fixtures called Weak Automatic, um, which, again, sounds fantastic. So definitely worth checking them out. They're at Bobo Integral, B-O-B-O-I-N-T-E-G-R-A-L dot com. And the reason I, I, I played that after you'd said about... Um, Simon Love playing a, a, a cover of a song of a band that we'd never heard of. This, that is, potentially you could argue that that is a, a cover of a, as well. And I, I'm not sure if the guy who was in the original band who did it is now in Pop Filter. Right. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm misunderstanding that. Um, Pop Filter, I should say, did I, did I say that they're, they're basically the, the band that's grown out of the Melbourne band who we like very much, the Ocean Party, who sadly are no more. Um, but yeah, there's a band called Stolen Violin, who I'd never heard of. And it, it was made clear on the, the information with this album that this is a cover version of a Stolen Violin song. Yeah. Uh, so I went to go and listen, listen to the original. And it, it's brilliant. And, and it, I really couldn't decide which version I like better. I like them both equally a lot. So I've gone with the, the pop filter one, but what I'll do is I'll put the, a link to the, um, the Stolen Violin song on, on the page that accompanies this, this podcast, because I think you should hear that too. It is, it is noticeably different, but still the same song. Cool. Well, uh, by the way, when you mentioned Milky Wimpshake, I think it is uh, obligatory to say... Uh, Milky Wimpshake fe- featuring or led by friend of the podcast Pete Dale. Um, so uh, you know we should say that. Yeah. We should say that. Uh, uh, what a, a lovely man he is too. Uh, and uh, actually, that that label you mentioned, I've got an album which I mentioned a few a few weeks ago when we were talking about favourite albums of the year so far, and I mentioned an album called The Scenic Route by Dropkick, which is mm. also on that label and is is fantastic. If you like Teenage Fan Club, then go get that because it's basically it sounds exactly like Teenage Fan Club <laughs> uh, and I like Teenage Fan Club very much so uh, yeah Teen- if you like Teenage Fan Club Big Star that kind of thing then mm. this you could you could be forgiven for listening to that and thinking that it was Teenage Fan Club that's how much <laughs> it sounds like them and who did we hear before that well I just want I just want to say about that pop filter one it was absolutely brilliant really yeah. I mean, both those songs we just heard both very melodic. I mean, the, the pop filter one may be a bit more immediate uh, than the other one, but the but the one we heard before with the Lettuce Prey song... That's right. ...is, is um, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of weird effects and um, echoes and, and, and weird sound effects, but, but basically underneath it, and what or it, it was always Charles that covered it, not Simon Love, what oh, that brought out in his version was just the, the, the melody and, and just what well, a fantastic song that, that's there. Um, not all of the stuff on the Let Us Pray uh, album that I mentioned, Turning in the Mud. Not all of it is is some of it's a lot more straightforward than than, than Bicycle of Bees. But uh, um, it, it, there's some quiet acoustic stuff. There's some full on band stuff. And as far as I can tell, Let Us Pray, which you can find out more about them at Let Lettuce, um, Lettuce like the, the veg. I was going to say the fruit. Lettuce like the vegetable, and then P R E Y dot Bandcamp dot com. As far as I can tell. Is one guy, uh, a guy called Mike Leonard, um, who, according to the Bandcamp page, is also has played in these bands. Big deep breath, because there's a lot of them. <laughs> Androgynous Rain Gods of the Yanomoma, Cinnamon Buns, Paisley Overkill, The Gollywogs, Yanomamo, Green Raisin, 
Atomic Chicken, Please Make It Go Away, Joyride, Biodegradable Love Turtles, Damon Con, Eva Brownstar, Powderfinger, Caterpillar, Lilies, Vibralux, Milwaukee Talkie, The Hallibot Noise Ensemble, Nomad's <laughs> OK, Stegosaurus, and Sako Koivu. Uh, but I think most of those must be self-released stuff, um, because <laughs> apart from um, Caterpillar and um, Let Us Pray, none of the others are on Discogs at all, so I think it's all self-released stuff as far as I can tell. But he's, he's from Pennsylvania, he's obviously a busy fella, um, and there's loads of stuff. The, the original um, album that that was on, um, the Let Us Pray album that that was on, came out in 1999 and was called Atl like A-T-L-A-T-L, all one mm. word. Uh, vinyl only by the look of it. Um, but uh, they, they did another album that came out in physical form and all the rest of it seems to be, just be on the band camp. But, uh, the, you know, Let Us Pray, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Hey! Yeah, yeah. Uh, the tip of the iceberg there, because there's so much to explore on there. Uh, as a, I particularly recommend another album on there called Blood From A Stoner Witch, uh, which is also fantastic. And then there's a whole load of other stuff which I haven't even got round to uh, listening to yet. Well, you missed a trick there, because you said it's... And, and uh, I recommend this. Cos. Cos. It's right. very good. Cos. Uh, I don't get that. Is that another type of lettuce? Yeah. OK. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I, 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 I only know the one type of lettuce. Well, you're a heathen, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, maybe we should move on to... Uh, um, your, your record collection. The Lucky Dip, yeah. So uh, I've got box number 11 over there for you. Okay. As requested. Um, so, uh, it's about, as we know, it's about 250 CDs in there, in arranged in ray, rows of a roundabout of three. So, I'll do my Carol Vorderman bit. <laughs> Top, middle or bottom? Uh, I'll go bottom. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, well, I don't need to explain why. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll go for number two. Number two? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. What have I got? You've got. Uh, I don't think you're going to like it, but anyway, those, <laughs> you've, you've got uh, a CD single. Uh, it's eight different versions of the same <laughs> song. Oh, good. Uh, remixes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, what would you like? No, track number one to eight. <laughs> well, it. I mean, since I'm not going to like it, and I better hear the original version. You might like version. it. You might like it. I don't know. I don't let's know. Hear the, let's hear the original version of the single, which is original seven-inch seven edit. Yes. So this will be... It's a CD single. It's, it's called Moving by a band called Marathon uh, mm. uh, on 10 records. Um, and uh, the, the first track, then, will be the Negro's seven-inch edit, which I think will be... Uh, the famous DJ remixer guy, Joey Negro. Yeah. Uh, so, here we go.
advice in that song moving just, and grooving just right? keep it moving just keep it grooving it could be our um our motto couldn't it for the podcast uh, absolutely yeah yeah i mean it's not very often we play that kind of thing on our podcast i like that uh, yeah well you know it's it it's this it it doesn't get much more dance floor 1992 than that that is one <laughs> of those 1992 records you would ever wish to hear if you think about some of the other songs that would have been around at the same time like finally and too blind to see it and that kind of thing you know uh i've got a lot of time for for early 90s dance music like that uh i was young and actually did used to occasionally dance back in those days so the yeah. band's called marathon marathon yeah uh it got to number 36 in the really? hit parade oh. january 1992 uh, do anything else uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is certainly the only single I know by them. I would. I was working at H and V at the time, which is why I would have picked up this single because I, uh, you know, would have would have liked it. But it's got quite a lot of sort of well known people who were involved in the making of the record in one way or another. Um, uh, is this, the lead vocals are by a guy called Andrew Kane, who I can't say I I know, but uh, uh, other people involved and mentioned on the CD single are Alex Patterson out of or Doctor Alex Patterson, should we say, out of uh, the Orb, um, Youth, you know, of Killing Joke and much many productions of all kinds of things, Massive Attack, uh, the band Sun Electric, um, Pickering, it, it, it just says Pickering here, but I presume that means your man out of M people. 
uh, and Graham Park, who I think was also an M people, uh, right. all been involved in in the remixing or in the, or in the recording in some way, uh, along along with the aforementioned Joey Negro. But uh, you know, it's look at what you could have won. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, Marathon is sandwiched there in between. Um, Man or Astroman. It was one CD away oh, from I like Man or Astroman, who I know you like. And on the other side of Marathon, you got some, uh, you've probably never heard of him, some guy called Bob Marley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, you've probably never heard of him. Martha, uh, the band who I know you both, you, you like as well. Yeah. Uh, Mark's Man, Massive Attack. But but if you'd gone just a few CDs earlier, the, yes. the entire middle row of that box is yeah. basically everything that... Uh, that the Manic Street Preachers have ever released on CD. <laughs> I think I've got every single CD single that was ever we released on CD. We don't need to play any more by them because you've played me the only song I like by them already. Yes, indeed, a few podcasts ago, uh, that revelation. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, well, so, yeah, something a bit different to line yeah, you no, up. Yeah. It was, something a little bit different, exactly right. Hope you enjoyed um, that, listener. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play one more song on this half of the pod, aren't we? We're yes. Before we flip over to side B, so this is closing out side A for us. Um, so I thought I'd take you back to uh, the year two thousand and two, mm-hmm. and introduce you to the Soft Rock Renegades. Uh, the Soft Rock Renegades, of course, being Greg Demos and Jim Jimmy Mac- McPherson who have teamed up with a guy I might have mentioned before, a guy called Robert Pollard, uh-huh. to form Robert Pollard and his soft rock renegades, uh-huh. um, who have released only one album under that name, uh, the fantastic album Choreographed Man of War. Um, and this is the song, Edison's Memos. Yeah. 
Edison's Memos by Robert Pollard and his soft rock renegades. I've got the record in my hand here. You can see there it is. Cool. Very nice. Pictures of the fellas on the back there having a nice time, looking a bit like us. I'm pleased to say it was a lot less soft rock than I expected. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't soft rock at all, really. No, it was really good. It was, quite, yeah. it was, it was, uh, he should write more songs that go on a bit longer. Uh, that was quite a long song by his standards, wasn't it? It, yeah, it was, but would you not say it was a, a song in distinct sections? Yes, but then at the end it came back to the start bit, didn't it? It the did, bit at the yeah. end it was the same as the bit at the start. It was. Uh, it but was. yeah, it was brilliant. Loved it. You've been bringing some good uh, Pollard stuff to the podcast recently. Well, thank you. I'd just like to share with you, actually, that just on the back of the record here, it talks about Jim McPherson being on drums, as I said. He's, he's actually credited with being uh, on drums and tank commander. Ooh. Uh, now there is it, it, the album starts with the song I drove a tank, right? Uh, so perhaps they're just referring to to that. But is I like the idea of being... tank on the. Is he? Is are they in a tank on the front cover of any kind? There isn't a tank anywhere on it. No. Ah. But but uh, I drove a tank is the is the opening song. So there you go, tank commander. There. Yeah, very good. Okay. And, well, Craig Demos played the uh, the lead guitar on that. Cool. He's the bass player generally. Cool. Uh, and so that concludes our uh, side A. Yeah. So uh, get yourself a, 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 your beverage of choice, uh, and uh, we'll we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> 